Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, Highland cattle, horses, and white-tailed deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Ham podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today. Uh, Today we are going to be talking with a gentleman who has been raising longhorns for the past 15 years. He and his wife live in Michigan with their five kids. Last September, they decided to raise longhorns full-time and they also enjoy mentoring new breeders so they become them successful themselves. Let's bring him in. Well, welcome, Johnny. Thanks for joining us today. Well, morning, Jamie. So sounds like you're, you're a little busy this week and next week getting ready for your sale. Do you want to tell everybody the location and the exact date? Yeah, on October 1st and 2nd, we're having the Fred Bryant Memorial Sale and Futurity off of exit 70 on I-44 in Springfield, Missouri at, let me see what it's called here, the Springfield Marketing Center, Livestock Marketing Center. And can you go into a little bit more detail about the sales schedule? So on uh, Friday, cattle will be showing up all day Friday. We'll have a social Friday night uh, for buyers, consigners, and participants for the maturity. Nine o'clock Saturday morning, the maturity starts. Uh, after the maturity wraps up, everybody can get lunch. About three o'clock, we'll start with awards and kind of a bull spotlight and then go right into the, the 52 animal lot sale. And the social that's on Friday night, is that at the hotel or is that at the convention center? That will be at the, the hotel. The information's on the website. I think it's the Airport Marriott. Um, and the sale hosts? Oh, uh, would be uh, Missy and I and uh, Jim Larabus and his wife. Do you want to talk about the sponsors that you have this year? So we had a large number of sponsors. Uh, I think it was around 28 or 30 sponsors for classes, corporate sponsors, meal sponsors, you know, just people that really wanted to make this thing successful. So big thanks to everybody that supported the, uh, the sale and futurity. Also have a hundred over 140 entries in the futurity, which is great for a first time, first time event. Right. For sure. So this is the first time that you're having this sale. Do you want to tell people um, why you chose to have a sale this year? So, uh, October is about the latest the people in the north and the midwest can participate in an event because the animals start hearing up the climate changes between the south and the north. Uh, Fred Bryant uh, is from Missouri and he always wanted to have an event of this caliber in his local area and after he passed we thought this would be a great opportunity to, uh, to put one on and, and promote cattle in Missouri help build that local market. Uh, so uh, October 1st and 2nd just kind of popped up as a date. People were wanting to have an event and Jim and I decided to put one on. And how many consignments did you say you have in the sale this year? 
We have 52 consignments and over 140 for charity entries. Uh, we kind of picked, I guess the one of the reasons we picked the date was uh, Ozark Fall Farm Fest is the same weekend. And there's 40 to 60,000 agricultural people that are through that city. At the same time, we thought it, this would be a great promotional tool for the breed to host something like this during that weekend. I'd also like to say that when I've seen for charity entries, probably over a third of them are first time participants, which is exactly what we were reaching out for, was to get people that did not have the vacation time to travel to show off their animals and move something a little closer to them so they could do it in a, in a long weekend instead of having to travel to the already established events. That's perfect. So are there any standout consignments you want to mention or talk about? There's several. There's several great consignments. Uh, we've got uh, uh, nice Bubba Tough Check's daughter. Bubba Tough Check's, you know, anybody knows, everybody knows him. I mean, in the Paturities, he's been cleaning house in, for several years as in lot six that Jay Watcher has. We have uh, a 92-inch five-year-old, 92 inches at five on her fifth birthday, OHL Hattie, which is locked, I believe, 46. Uh, Mike the fraternity circuit recently with Roscoe daughters. We have a Roscoe daughter in the sale early on. Uh, I think lot 36, he has a cow bred to Roscoe. So, I mean, I could go on and on. Hudson's has uh, HL Rose Garden, which, uh, for any of the guys that have bought Rebel semen, would be a great uh, addition to their herd because that family's known to cross with Rebel very well. She's lot 25. But, I mean, I could go on all day. The, the people really stepped up and put in great consignments. Orrin Odell put in two amazing animals uh, that have a lot of horn for their age. So, I mean, show up and check them out. Are there subs or scratches? There is one scratch. So uh, I think that one, I didn't look at that one. Let me pull it up here real quick. Uh, Sam Stoltz has an amazing lot also, lot 34. Been a lot of interest in that cow. The 90-inch the five-year-old's lot 36. And I'm trying to find the scratch. Dave Hoving had to scratch one of his consignments. Can't remember the number on her off the top of my head, but that just shows you how uh, how the integrity of the breeders in this breed are. If there's any little issue at all, I mean, they won't pass that on to somebody. They're, I mean, the Longhorn family is, uh, it's lot 30, lot 30 is a scratch. If, if they think there's any issue at all with a, a cow, they won't put it in a sale because they don't want to pass that on to a new breeder, established breeder, or anybody, they they want to sell quality products. So we got to give our, our Longhorn breeders credit for that. So you decided to have a sale for the first time and then also a fraternity at the same time. Um, what made you want to tackle both your first year? So uh, if you got people coming with trailers, uh, that's a great place to market cattle because you're uh, the people you're marketing to are already there with the trailer. So we're going to have a fraternity. It's, it, it helps to have a sale to help pay for the facility and the expenses. But uh, 
also it get, it, you'll have a better maturity turnout because people can make a little money by bringing uh, their sale animals also. So, you know, in this industry, you have to travel so much to do the events. And for the people that travel, you understand the expense in hauling these animals around from maturity to maturity. So it's nice to give them an avenue to make a little income on the trip also. So that I think that really helped our entries is having the sale alongside it. Mm -hmm. So will your uh, futurity also be featured in the uh, money earners list? Yes, it will. Perfect. Yes, it will. Who did you have, um, who's gonna be judging the futurity? So the judges we have, uh, Guy Cody, mm -hmm. Jason Hardy, Henry Detweiler, Gail Beach, and Ryan Culpepper. I think that's a good variety. Uh, Guy Cody and, and Jason Hardy are kind of newer breeders with a new set of eyes uh, that, that they bring in that perspective of what kind of the new new breeders in the industry are, are kind of looking for and, and like. You get Henry Detweiler, which is probably a 35-year breeder that knows cattle inside and out. Gail Beach is a longtime breeder that has won several maturities and grand champions, raised several grand champions. So she definitely knows cattle. And then we bring in Ryan Culpepper, which uh, is uh, definitely a cowman. He, he does a lot of the halter showing. And so we've got a good variety of, of eyes to, to kind of judge these cattle that they won't just one style of cattle get all the attention. We also got participants and consigners from as far away as uh, Maryland and Texas coming. So that's kind of neat. One of our judges is all the way from Utah. Mm -hmm. So uh, quite a variety of, uh, of, of people showing up to our sale. It's awesome to get so many people across the country. It's good to see. Yep. And hopefully the Midwest isn't too chilly for them. <laughs> it shouldn't be too bad. <laughs> uh, so for you mentioned the farm show that's happening. Is there anything else that you could suggest to people who may be coming just to extend the weekend or for some things to do? around the sale? I'm hoping they're there to look at cattle and they just spend their whole time at the sale barn picking out the ones they want to buy. Right. <laughs> there is some museums. There is a, a place I think Sam Stoltz says you can pet some fish and, uh, and there's a bear there. I think it's like a Bass Pro Shop or something. Got it. But, but I'd rather see the people hanging out and meeting the new breeders and and just enjoying the company of, of the fellow breeders because I mean this, this industry is like a family. That's one thing any event you go to, people say the cattle are great, and the only thing better than the cattle are the people. So, uh, that's the truth. Yep. Well, any last words about the sailor fraternity that you'd like people to know about? Nope. Just come have a good time, and uh, if somebody new sees this, come uh, come pick out a cow and, and meet some new friends. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yep. Thank you. See you in Missouri. <laughs> See you there.